Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's Tuesday, January 9th. My Talk 1071. MyTalk1071.com. Get our app, tap the app, tell your friends, do the thing. We're a cheap date. We'll go anywhere. It's it's just the truth. I'm Alexis Thompson. Jason is on vacation. Holly Roberts. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. And Colleen Lindstrom. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Did you have a good morning this morning getting up? And I w- doing- I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here and I'm happy. Yes. We're celebrating that. Cheers. Thank you. Yes. We'll again tomorrow as well. What else are we celebrating today? So much. It's National Law Enforcement Day. It's Balloon Ascension Day. Oh, you'll like this, Colleen. It's International Choreographers Day. Oh, nice. Honor those choreographers. That's They're creative. Oh, yeah. And you're dancers. So mm-hmm. there you go. Lots of experience. It's National Apricot Day. National Austin Day. National Carter Day. What? Yeah. Just the names? Just or? the common Neat. names, I guess, for a cool guy or girl. Uh, let's see. It's National Faith Day. Oh, another name here. Okay. National Shop for Travel Day. Oh, nice. National Wonk Day. I guess celebrating the busybodies in D.C. Yes. National Word Nerd Day. Panama's Martyrs Day. Play God Day. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, no thank you. It's Poetry at Work Day. Let's write a haiku or two. Static Electricity Day. And I think we've got it all covered. Wow. Did you mean well, to rhyme to that? that? Yeah, cheers. cheers to that indeed. When you said it's Poetry at Work Day, let's write a haiku or two. Did you mean for that to <laughs> rhyme and be a poem? No. Because you did. I did. Congrats. Uh, yeah, prophecy, <laughs> prophecy fulfilled. There you Thank go. You. Mm-hmm. We're playing God there for a second. Check and check. <laughs> done and done. Gosh, there was a time where I was writing a haiku every day. I cannot believe. And they were good. You should have published those. What? No, sometimes I would hear them and I'd be like, Lex, okay, all righty. Oh. Like, how did you do that? Uh, I, yeah, you just, You're just good at haikus. Just sat down and, you know, start clapping the syllables out. <laughs> I think the hard part is like... That's m- what I did. Getting the syllables right and making it make sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the hard part. Yeah, it, w- it would be some spin on what we were celebrating the day or something that had happened. That was or, really... Know. Why did you stop? Oh. Just ran out of syllables? I, I just I just ran out of the juice, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it has its season. Maybe we'll bring some haikus back at okay. some point. But that was fun for, for a while. Yeah, you did a yeah. great... I, I was always impressed. I was like, oh, I, that made sense. Oh, Yeah, hey. I mean, we used to have to write haikus, obviously, like in yeah. middle school or whatever. And I just was like, I don't think this is going to be my professional strength. <laughs> yeah, no. Poetry isn't your professional strength. In general, <laughs> don't read my poems. Especially like, you know, did you... Everybody went through a poetry phase. Oh, right. Always. Where you were like writing your angsty poems. Mine were like the darkest. Oh, they were like, why is my soul torn apart? Like, (laughs) oh, like, okay. Uh, Mine were always about nature and like a mother's love. Oh, wow. Drops her last leaf, you know, in the fall. Oh, my gosh. Holding on. But every, every hormonal teen thinks that they're an excellent poet. (laughs) I that didn't is even so true. Try. I didn't even try. Holly, come on! No. Yeah, you did. That's surprising. No, no. You seem like someone who might, uh, you know, dabble. No, no dabbling in poetry. No. Poetry was always the most excruciating part of any kind of English literature yeah. class. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we have to do the poetry out. Okay, oh. but let me ask you this question. <laughs> yeah. 
What in literature class? Uh-huh. What was your favorite? Mm. Ooh, because my son is in uh, AP Lit right now, and every day I'm like, "What are you reading now?" And yesterday he said, "Oh, we're not reading anything right now." And I'm like, "What? It's a literature class. Yeah, shouldn't you be literaturing?" <laughs> right. What were they doing then? I don't know. They're in between books, but I really I cannot wait for the. I hope they do To Kill a Mockingbird because I will read along. Yeah. Oh, well, if they have, oh, yeah. they, they should be doing that, like, probably eighth or ninth grade, I would imagine. Well, he's past that, so. Oh, okay. Well, They've he- never, he's never read, my husband oh. has never read To Kill a Mockingbird either. Really? Can you believe that? Wow. How Did- do you get through high school? Yeah. Without encountering that book once. Right. Yeah. Or college. Right? Yeah. Well, at huh. some point on the road, he'll get there. I hope yeah. so. No, I always like like yeah. the, the we'll dystopian read along. little Orwell. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. That yeah. tracks for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Uh, uh, but just Victorian literature. No, yeah. Tess of the Durbervilles. Oh, <laughs> pain, pain, oh. pain. The only Victorian oh. literature I enjoyed was The Awakening because. At the end of the book, she's not having any of it. I right. was just like, I, it was hard though to read those books. Oh yeah, as a contemporary child, because these were people who were living within the confines of Victorian times, and it was so frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was like, get in your car and go. Yeah, just leave. get out of just there. Leave. Right. Get out of there. You don't have to wait. stay there. Oh wait, you can't, don't have oh. access to your own line of credit. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, or like. You don't have a time machine. <laughs> right. That's a different novel. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, I remember reading The Jungle uh, by Upton Sinclair, ooh, which is intense. It is super yeah. intense about the meatpacking industry. And I was like, well, I am done with that. What, the book or the meatpacking? The meatpacking. Oh. Or meat. Like, I think that was like. You don't my, think about the sausage. That, that was my vegetarian season. You were just looking at that hot dog and it was like, Colleen. Yeah. And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, I know what's in you. We're not doing that. Well, don't leave me. I'm here. No, I was like, I will be leaving you. Oh, no. While I, while I don't like food waste, yeah. Um, I don't also want to eat the food waste. Yeah, that's what I learned there from mystery the jungle up in there. Oof. Yeah, oh yeah, that there was a rough book to read. Yeah, but I do think everybody went through a vegetarian season when they read that. Oh, for sure. Which is the for other sure. season that you had in high school? Everybody did. Yeah, and um, wanting to buy a house, I could not wait to be an adult. I think that's what it was. Okay, when uh, you're a teenager, you can't wait to be an adult. When yeah. you're an adult, you wish you were a cat. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Right, you're like, wait, hold on. I think I did it wrong. Yeah, I just couldn't wait. You know, I I know. Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I get my own car. Yeah. When I can do my own thing. I'm gonna do whatever I want. You know, I say that my kids do that all the time. They're like, they're like, why do we have to do things like this? I'm like, well, because I said so. Mm -hmm. And someday you'll be an adult, and you won't have to do things because I said so. Yeah. And they're like, I just. When I'm an adult, and I'm like, we'll see. Yeah. I can't wait. I should write all these things down. All the things they oh, say yes. when I'm an adult, I will never write mm-hmm. it down. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, Let wait. me get my list on out. this day. <laughs> hold up oh, now. Look at you doing that thing you said you were never going to do. <laughs> so look true. at that. You're so grown up. <laughs> oh, man. We already had the, well, this is mine. I said, no, 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 no. You live in my home. Yeah, everything is yeah, mine. It's mine first. <laughs> and he was like, huh? I know. Oh, that's a... 
they don't. Uh, they, it takes a while for them to grasp that concept. Yeah, he's starting to sort of get it. Mm-hmm. But... And then they start using their own money for things. Oh right. And then I have no say in how they treat the thing, right? So like, yeah, they do spent... allowance or or are they just you know because they're old so, enough to so have a job. Yeah. So there we have different. Um, we have many different. Uh, arrangements in our house okay i do pay for jobs i don't give a regular allowance okay i do pay for jobs and that is the eternal debate in parenting because like it's a conundrum do you want them to just have their chores and do them because that's part of being a part of the family yeah or do you and but then i'm like but do you just give them allowance for existing so right at our house you calling chores jobs we pay for jobs at our house they have they have like their baseline yeah they have to maintain a level of cleanliness in their room they have to make their own beds they have to keep their bathroom clean yeah but like on top of that if like i listen you guys the floors need to be vacuumed it's vacuuming day Mm -hmm. if you want to earn a quick okay and then here's how i do it i pay on a scale like i would pay a cleaning person so if I were to pay a cleaning person $20 an hour, let's say, yeah, I will say, oh, okay, doing this job should take you 15 minutes. So that's a $5 job. Or this is a half hour job to do it well. That's a $10 job. Oh. So I've, so we've like, my husband and I have a list of all the jobs that are available and then they can check it off during the week and then I'll pay them. Okay. Did that start at what age? Last year. Okay, I'm just you know I'm just figuring out you know just doing a census of the other parents in my life. It's all a little bit different. And then my oldest son is a driver, and so he has. I mean, we we have an agreement that if I say to him, "Please go pick up your sister," he has to go do that. As a result of that, he gets paid ten dollars in gas money a week. Ah, I see. And then he has a, jo- a couple jobs that he does yeah. outside. So and they're so they're spending their own money. They're doing their own like, thing. Good money. Yes, we're not talking. You know, you get a dime or a quarter, right? <laughs> well, so that's the other thing is like, do you remember when you used to babysit? Like, yeah, my mom would be like, when I babysat, I got a quarter an hour, and then when I babysat, I got like eight dollars an hour. People be asking for a lot more than that now. Oh, sure, they sure do. Right. So, like, get a babysitting gig. <laughs> What was my favorite thing? That was my favorite job. Oh, me. It was my only job. Yeah. I mean, I taught dance and I babysat and it was the best. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, I hated it. I did it once. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, nope, I will just be broke until I can figure things (laughs) out. (laughs) Nope. Nope. I was was obsessed uh, with the babysitter's club. Right. So, yeah. And then. Yeah, but it never turned out like the babysitter's club. No. It wasn't. It wasn't an adventure, was it? No. (laughs) Well, I brought my own little box of like stuff. Of course you did. I love that. I remember getting like tips from them. So I think that helped. And also, yeah, I mean, being the oldest of four. Yeah, no, there were different things, but yeah, did, was it? You think it was the kid Holly, or was it just the act of watching a child? It was all of it. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. what to do. I'm like, well, what are we gonna do? Yes. Like, can you go to bed now? Oh my gosh, <laughs> my <laughs> favorite babysitting gigs, though. The best babysitting gigs were the people who had really good snacks in their house. Yes, and the Cable? kids were asleep by the time you got there. Like, 
Yeah. Was like, oh, can yeah. Just, can I just have a go take a nap? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, you're all in my face. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. We okay. do. Yeah. Let's do some drinking or drink talk. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And a wiener so early. Oh. We're going to sip some coffee. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's dry January. Are you partaking? What does that mean exactly? We're going to help define that a little bit more. And also, if you're not doing dry January, we've got a drink recipe for you. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071. Alexis, Holly, and Colleen Lindstrom today. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Jason's on vacation. He'll be back next week. And let's just jump right into dry January. Holly, you have a question. Yeah, dry January. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. This is where folks challenge themselves to not drink alcohol for the month of January. After the holidays, you might be feeling a little zesty. You might feel the need to pull back a little bit. So this whole concept has taken off. Oh, yeah. Now, I do have a question, a philosophical question mm. about dry January. I love it when you get philosophical. Uh-huh. Yes. Is that there are alternatives now Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. to imbibe and still alter your state Mm -hmm. during the month of dry January. But if you're doing that, are you really partaking in dry January? Mm. Because is the whole point of dry January simply to abstain from alcohol or is dry January about sobriety? Because the other beverages available, and I've noticed the hard push from places because, oh, look, yeah. because look, capitalism, we got to keep the lights on, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, really hard push in the other direction to alternates that aren't going to keep you sober, but they're not alcohol. Uh, mm. There is a, a store in my area that yeah. ha- advertises turn your dry January into high January. <laughs> okay. I think that's what we're saying. Here. Yeah. Well, right. Because it's recreationally legal in the yes. state of Minnesota. Yeah. And so a lot of these places are pivoting, you know, breweries and uh, bars and whatever. If you're not doing the non-alcoholic mocktails, then you're doing these other things. But then I yeah. have the question and right. I don't, I don't have that's an answer to this, uh-huh. but like, so what is dry January to you? Is let, it, let, yeah. let me answer your question your philosophical question with mm, i don't know maybe a philosophical answer i think that the meaning of dry january is in the eye of the beholder Mm. meaning that people have all sorts of reasons maybe for wanting to cut alcohol out they might be wanting to cut alcohol out because of the sugar 
they might be wanting to cut alcohol out because they are concerned about how much they're drinking and how it's altering their state and affecting their life. Each of those might lead to a different reason. Yeah. Yeah. Each of those (laughs) might lead to a different reason to decide whether or not they want to alter their state in different ways. Then Mm -hmm. then also, there's the concept of damp January. No, what is that? Now we're, we're damp. That's now when you just get a little. Just yeah, get, just, get just, a little. Yeah, just a little moist and moily. Yeah. Just the yeah. tip. That's right. Damp. Moldy. What is moily? Moily. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I meant to say moldy. Anyway, oh. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Every, okay. This, this whole month is so labeled. that's like you drink on Saturday for yeah. damp. Yeah, I suppose so. Or just okay. very little. Or you're or you're cutting back. God. You know what this is? This is <laughs> this is like. The, huh. This is a challenge. Like that's the thing. This we are such a challenge culture. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Like everything is a challenge. Have you done the one chip challenge? Like everything is a challenge. Yeah. Like are you doing the dry January challenge? <laughs> like I it's so strange to me. It's like yeah, because well, we want to wrap it up in a nice bow. Right. That's, that's what we want. And, you know, it's, in terms of wrapping up January, dry January, I'm going to say that I think it's just alcohol. I mean, that's just how I've always just heard it mm-hmm. postured. So I, I guess that's, I, I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But you're absolutely right. There's different, it changes because there's yeah. different drinks available. Yeah. yeah, I will say, like, the other, it was interesting. And I, and I don't know, I guess... We went out to dinner with friends last weekend. I was driving, so I had a mocktail at the bar. Nice. And it was interesting because I thought, I, I feel like I have seen more mocktails about. Yeah. I've heard people talk more about mocktails. And I love that they're available, right? Because it's nice to be able to sit at happy hour with people. At, and I am a, I'm very strict about how, like, I, I can have one glass of wine. And yeah. still drive. Other than that, I will not drive. So yeah, it's nice to feel like you're if you're with people who are having a couple to feel like you're having a fancy drink too, right? Yeah, a little fruit so, in, your, in your glass. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually like I've loved, and I'm sure people who don't drink for any variety of reasons really love that mocktails have gotten to be really good. Yeah. And popular, yeah, and sophisticated. Yeah, and there are whole retail establishments dedicated to non-alcoholic spirits. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Very and nice then there's this, this other new thing that I've been paying attention to because it gets advertised to me, like adaptogens that, that make you feel a certain way. Yeah, just put a little squirt. Yeah, that's a new thing too. You mean like Tang? Girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little, like a little flavor squirt. Yeah, okay. it's a little flavor squirt. Okay. Wow, we'll, we'll have to look into that. Yeah, look into it. All right. Well, uh, hey. <laughs> oh, we're back with Miley Cyrus Flowers. I wonder if Bruno Mars is behind this. It has a vibe, right? Well, it answers, you know, his questions. Mm. You know, I should have bought you flowers. No. I should have, you know. Yeah. I bet he gets a writing credit on this song. I, I bet so. you're right. Yeah. Mm. Should have taken you dancing, you know, all I of do. those things. I love this song. Oh, right? So good. Miley's mm-hmm. really having a moment. Colleen Lindstrom is ha- hanging out with Holly and me this morning. I'm having a moment, too. <laughs> we sure are. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 107.1. A lot of people appreciating your question, Holly. Oh, 
Yeah. yeah. What is what is it? Dry January. What mm-hmm. what exactly is it? Because we have a lot of alternatives now in the state of Minnesota to alcohol. Yep. But they don't equal sobriety. With some acronyms up in there. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's some acronyms. Some letters. Up. That's right. Arranged mm-hmm. in a very specific way. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, C, B, D. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, noticing that a lot of places that normally serve alcohol, and that's where they make their bread and butter, but they're, they're pushing these alternatives. But then it's like, well, is it really dry January if you're drinking something that's not maintaining your sobriety. Mm-hmm. So what is it, man? No. What is it? Now we got to worry about being damp. Yeah. Now we got to worry about damp Jan- January, which is what the New York Times was pushing yesterday. <laughs> they were like, it's damp January. You mean just like drinking? Just cut down. Oh, you guys, let me bronze metal life this for you. You yeah. get to be the architect of whatever your own program is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cheers to that because Cheers. I, no challenge. Can we just have? I'm making a New Year's resolution. Oh, right let's now do it. Go, girl. I am resolving to continue my life pattern of not participating in challenges. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I never have done these challenges. I will continue not to do them. Yeah, I. There are folks where look. I appreciate that in order to. Mm, have catalysts for change in your life. You need to challengeify it. Yeah, you need to gamify. You need yep. to do all these things Wrap because then there is a true path to either success or failure. Right. Whereas I, I feel yeah. like decidedly life is just meh. Yeah. Sometimes you fail. <laughs> sometimes you succeed. What is it anyways? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why are we uh, even here? Why? What is time and space? That's right. <laughs> hey, What's the frequency, Kenneth? Thank you. What's hey. my name again? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's so true. But, you know, when you think about goals, though, you do want to you want to quantify it, right? That's we were true. T- We were talking about reading books before, earlier in this, you know, beginning of the hour and i was thinking you know what maybe i'm gonna read i'm gonna try to read five books this year oh good you know, something well, that's, that's nice. attainable yeah yes that's <laughs> no, great that's a good like personal goal again it a means goal. something to you yes it doesn't need to mean something to anybody else right and that's why i think that challenges the appeal of them is you're absolutely right there is an end yes you know i'm going to raise x amount of money and then do the what the bucket challenge. Yes. Remember that? I think yep. is that when this all started, maybe? The ice the bucket, the challenge. Ice bucket challenge could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also feel like social media is exactly the thing that drives those challenges. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But there and, is yeah. a difference between goals and challenges. Agreed. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. Because a challenge is meant to, you're either meant to succeed or to fail. Right. And woe be unto you if you fail the challenge, right? Right. A goal huh. is a way of saying that I, I'm working toward that thing. Mm-hmm. And it's about the journey. It's about the journey. Yeah. And not necessarily, and, and the destination. Huh. It's about both. Right. Um, but yeah, I, ugh, I'm not here for challenges. Holly, I fully support your New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, you just it. made right here on January 9th, 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do you. We, we truly live by that. And if maybe damp January is something that you're thinking about, and you're like, hmm, I need a new cocktail to drink. How about the Jacob Alordi bathwater cocktail? Okay. You have not seen salt burn No, yet. but I listened to <laughs> Eric Perkins. <laughs> Watch! Oh my gosh! The the bathtub scene in Saltburn. What was your reaction listening? I didn't even need the words. 
to know what was going on. I could hear it. In his no girl no oh oh, I can hear it in his reaction. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. We just played music. I that is foul, and I don't know who came up with that concept to begin with. Yeah, yeah. The writer director she that is really went in. Yeah, sure did. Mm -hmm. So what's in this? Well, now you can have this cocktail if you'd like. Uh, There's an Australian cocktail brand that's uh, now it's kind of gone viral now. So it is lychee martini mix, okay, gin, and co- uh, coconut milk. <laughs> gross. Ew. They gross. really, but they also equal parts. I was, equal parts. Gross. They also missed oh, an opportunity see. by a little less gin, mixing it with Bacari sweat. Uh, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, but, <laughs> oh. oh, and then someone says you should serve it warm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ew. Ew. That's nasty. Ew, it's that nasty. So gross. Well, we got the candles inspired by it, so why not have some cocktails? No, yes, I don't. The I don't drink want is anything. too far. <laughs> the drink I'm is, looking at the, the presentation drink. of the drink. <laughs> Would you like to see the presentation yes, of the drink? Please. I'm going to put oh, it right here. Are you talking here. about the straw? No, I'm oh. talking. I put it underneath our wiener mobile. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. you did. Let's see the wiener mobile link underneath. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah because of this, of this, um, the one I saw, the drinkologist put um, a, no. a special straw in there. Oh, my gosh. Ah! Oh my gosh! They no. put something on the rim. Thank you. What is they that? They sure did, Alexis. Oh, oh, okay. That is no. Oh, Whoa! Oh, this saltburn cocktail. Oh. Oof. Oh, that's cream coconuts and a dash of lime juice. Okay. Ooh, I'm closing that. I'm out. Bye. Did you, um, Bye. Did you feel inspired oh. at all by listening to Perk's reaction to watch the well, film? I'm- or any of our conversation. Uh, actually, leading up if to that. anything, that that inspired me to not watch it. <laughs> but I am like, did you? Okay, I we need, need to, to assign more. you this. Is I what need we're more. Asking. I need more. I need more from you guys. Mm-hmm. Is it good? What like? Is there? Is it good? Yes. Okay. I would Despite say yes. that like, very shocking scene. Oh, and that's only the beginning. Yeah, there of, are some scenes that are so shocking. Alexis and I have been debating behind the scenes. Well, which scene do we show? Okay, people well, it exactly? sounds like some kind of weird soft porn. Um. Hmm. No. No. Mm, mm. <laughs> okay. Let's see. <laughs> Let's philosophize huh. about what makes up softcore porn. I guess there's a tablespoon of that. I mean, it's very twisted. It's okay. so messed up. Okay. Uh, but it is also it like psychological talks about motivation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm sure. in. Then I'm in. I, I just think yeah. There's the different conversations that have resulted from it, from being like just completely grossed out to power and class struggles. Okay. Yeah, I think okay, I think I'm going to watch alone, it. I don't know if I can commit to doing homework and watching it tonight. Yeah. But I will I I will commit to watching it someday. Mm. Well, <laughs> okay. All right. You do you as we've said. Yeah, yeah that's There's right. a goal. The only recommendation I do have is that you don't watch it with the children. Oh, don't worry about that. <gasps> yeah. Well, they would probably be more embarrassed than you. Okay, well, or that's you'd fine. Be equally embarrassed and then everyone would just Implode. But here's what I will say. Uh, knowing about the bathtub scene, I had I was already aware 
that this was not going to be family viewing at the Lindstrom yeah. house. Oh, yeah, yeah, to explain that. Or no, just to be, yeah, I just don't want to be around it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a soil scene. Uh-huh. Um, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, some dancing. Oh, you okay. might enjoy that, actually. It's fine. I, I mean, will. Just for the I'll, choreography alone. I'll watch it solo. It'll be fine. <laughs> right, it's probably best. I'll work through it. <laughs> yeah, working through it. Hey, speaking of working through it, you need a job? If you're looking for a job and driving the Wienermobile sounds like something that you are down for, they're hiring up for. I guess you could be up for it too. <laughs> they pay $35,600 to get behind the iconic Wienermobile. Um, you get to travel across the country. How fun would that be? Yeah, it does seem like it would be a great. Is there Something there's probably some wiener benefits too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. With that with that price that they're paying, if you want to relish in this opportunity, <laughs> you can <laughs> you can get. I just can't catch up with you. Oh, see, I get, <laughs> we got the dad jokes here, guys. Um, <laughs> wiener, okay, so yeah, so the applications are open right now. It's a rare and coveted job. It's a full time job because I mean you're traveling. All over. It's 27 feet long. You can apply now through the end of this month, and you'll be in the 37th class of hot doggers. One word. Hit the road. They started in 1936. I love this. You travel 20,000 miles. You visit 20 states. You hand out 250,000 wiener whistles during the year. You know, people just light up when you see it. Don't you think? Oh, Listen, like, oh my God, I saw the Wienermobile. I have seen the Wienermobile in the wild twice in my life, and oh. it is delightful and exciting. Yeah, there's something about it. Yes. Well, it really, you know, you feel special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get touched up close, by a wiener. Touched by a wiener. When you get <laughs> close, you get when you get up close and personal with the wiener. <laughs> yeah. You feel special. Uh-huh. It'd be stressful <sighs> driving that on the interstate, though, with all those semi-trucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it would be. Oh, I just, it would exceedingly stressful mm-hmm. driving a giant hot dog. I feel like, is the inside all of the, the wiener? All the meal and the, the personal travel, it's all covered, so you get days off. And you get unlimited wieners. Yeah. And wiener whistles. benefits package. Here's my. Hotels covered. What does the, what's the inside of the Wienermobile like? It's nice. Is it Gucci? Like, ooh, I don't know about Gucci, but it's definitely... It's not just like a freight. It's not like a, sh- it's like not a whole like, shag carpet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might be like Ross Dress for Less inside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I've seen it inside. Oh, yeah, um, that's nice. Look, it's you've nice. Got, like, wiener recliners. Yep. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes you gotta... Sometimes you just gotta let it rest. Yeah. yeah. It's exhausting, I'm sure. Yeah. Need a hot second there. Uh-huh. Oh, so yeah, you can check that out. You actually, you know, you need a degree for this or it's preferred. A degree in it's a driving? communication skills, social media savvy. Sure, that makes sense. Bachelor degree, preferably in public relations, communications, journalism, marketing. A love of hot dog puns. Wouldn't is also you helpful. want like a retired semi trucker driving this wheel? Yeah, no kidding. Around? Right. Yeah, I'm just saying. Right. This looks really stressful. What if you like break the tip of the Wienermobile? You don't. Oh, you're you, that yeah. you're in trouble. You get hit that bumper. Yeah. That's why you'd hope maybe there's someone to drive it. And you just ride it. You know, you're just <laughs> you just 
just ride I don't, the I don't mobile. mobile rider. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I exclusively I, ride. I social media and pass out whistles. That's what <laughs> toot, I do. Toot. I would like this would be fun for a family. Like, hey, we're going to be the Wienermobile family. True. Yeah, they're looking for young. Look Dad's going to drive. Kids. Those yeah. young kids, I mean, that you know. Yeah. yeah. And then they're going to write that tell-all novel about the summer of the, <laughs> summer of the Wienermobile. The summer of the Wienermobile. People will pick years. it up thinking it's one thing and be like, oh, yeah. man. Wait a second. I don't want That's this. called a beat and switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, maybe a documentary, my year in the Wienermobile. <laughs> Passing out whistles. <laughs> Would you blow my whistle, baby? Oh, Here's a hot dog. There's not enough hot dogs, right? I watched May, December. We'll talk about that, too, at some point. That's a line that Holly cracked up in. What a movie. Wow. Okay, so we'll get to that sometime this show today, probably in the 8 o'clock hour. But coming up, let's talk some Golden Globes. We have some stuff to clean up, some ratings to share, and some some more facts. Jason and Alexis in the morning, my talk 1071. Oh, back with some share. Oh, we're believing in love. We're believing in a lot of things today. It's very nice. And there we go. <laughs> and it's guys. We, we get a short runway on all those throwbacks. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, Cutleen, I don't know if you've been here for that revelation. Uh, so, which part where well, the music just drops off? Yeah, yeah. It just it just oh, drops off. Oh, I've been here for that. Okay. Yeah, we get the hook, and then it's like, yeah, bye, bye. and then it just goes by. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, we appreciate the throwbacks, mm-hmm. but then we just get pushed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little short, little short, yeah. a little throwback there. You can only enjoy it until it decides to be done. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a lot. Looks like a lot of people were enjoying the Golden Globes. Two ratings were up, weren't they, Holly? Ooh, up 50% from D- last year. Whoa! That's not nothing, y'all. That's not nothing. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. ratings for the 2023 Golden Globes were very, very Four. tiny. Yeah. Only 6.3 million viewers, which was down from the previous year. So they were very low. But I barely even remembered it. Gerard Carmichael hosted? No. Nope. I didn't even remember. Oh, not ringing oh my any gosh, bells. that's right. See, nobody remembered. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this year, folks decided to tune in over on CBS. 9.4 million people Okay, watched uh, this year's uh, performance. Now that's all including streaming numbers and all sorts of things. You know, Nielsen rearranges the kitchen because this was simulcast on Paramount Plus too. That's right. So you could watch this on streaming. But uh, people were curious. I think people wanted to watch movie stars doing movie star things mm-hmm. after the yep in movie the star strikes. clothes and after the strikes and it's just like yeah okay we're gonna watch a corny award show. I honestly feel like the strike, as awful as that was, will we will see it paying dividends on the other side in the sense that I think people have realized like, Oh, I do need my entertainment. Yeah. We miss this. Yes. And so there's sort of a renewed investment by viewers in, in honoring the work that's done. I don't know. That's my hypothesis. Yeah, no, I think you're onto something there yeah. for sure. And this will be memorable too because as you know, Joe Coy people didn't really know, but you know, some of his failed jokes, like it or not, we'll remember that. Yes. <laughs> yes indeed. He was they so have, nervous. They oh. have spawned memes. So it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. and having compassion mm-hmm. for Joe Coy as much as he just took the job yeah. right before the holidays and learning a little bit more about Joe Coy, Alexis, I know you're a big fan of his. I do love Joe. But his comedy style yeah. is totally the antithesis 
of being an award show host. Oh. Meaning, yeah. joke, punchline, move on. Joke, pun- He's a storyteller. Yeah. He is. He, yeah. he crafts w- with characters. And so it's like, oh, this just is not your style of comedy. Which yeah. it makes it really interesting. Yeah. That that they asked him and that he said yes to that. Well, I, I think mean, they had asked everybody else and they had said no. Rumor <sighs> has it they were going to pay Dave Chappelle a ton of money to Ooh. host this. They were going to do. They wanted Chris Rock, maybe. Oh, wow. um, yeah. You know, I, they went through the laundry list of people to mm. host the Golden Globes and nobody wanted to do it. Nobody wanted to touch that. Mm-mm. Well, Jim Gaffigan, you know, he was a presenter for yeah. the Comedy Award. And as he was doing his intro, we were like, wow, he would have been great, too. Yeah. But, you know, Angel, my, my husband, and also, you know, just like what you guys are saying here, that at some point you're too big, you don't need it. Right. You know, and, and I think Jim Gaffigan's there. Well, and it's such, it is truly, honestly, it is the most impossible job to oh, do. it's so hard. You can't Honestly, win. you cannot win. Yeah. You can't win. You are going to, yeah, you mm-hmm. can't win. And so you're right. You either have to be not recognized enough that you're willing to try it. Yep. Or exposure. Yep. Yeah. Or you have to be Ricky Gervais. <laughs> right. And like just not care. <laughs> like, right. But now yeah. I think a net positive for Joe Coy because people will be like, who didn't know who he was? Oh. Now can go on Netflix, they can watch his comedy specials mm-hmm. and really learn and appreciate what his comedy is all about. Yeah, get to know him. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, guys, we missed something was, was yesterday. There, yeah, what else did we that miss? I wanted to share with you? Uh-huh. Um, did anybody get an up cl- close look at uh at uh Julianne Moore's dress? <gasps> yes. Oh, Julian Anderson? Or Julian Anderson. Yes, Julian Anderson's dress? Yes, who's in sex education? Yeah, it was on brand. Sex files. It was on brand because yes. it ha- it had embroidered yonis <laughs> all over the skirt. Yeah, I loved it. I did too, but I didn't. Great I don't know if I if she wouldn't if I would not have heard her say it, I wouldn't have known. It just I, looked like beautiful flowers. It just or just like a it, that. What a beautiful design! Oh, that's lovely. And yeah. also from afar, you couldn't see it. I mean, that's kind of the brilliance of it. Yes, like from afar, you couldn't really see it because it was just a little shade off too. Right. It it was, and she had a white dress. Uh huh. Beautiful white dress. Uh huh. Um. But then you really had to get in close to see the design. And then once you were in close looking at the design, you were like, oh, oh. that looks familiar. If you don't know what a yoni is. It's the female wahina. <laughs> um, it is. You can say vagina. It's oh, that's true. It is. It's the. It's. It is. And there were. I don't even remember how many on her dress. Oh, I so many. Labias. If Labias. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very but Georgia O'Keefe inspired. Very, very yeah. Georgia O'Keefe. I loved it. And I mean, again, completely on brand. And yep. I just love she in uh I think she was with Billy Bush when I'm not joking. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. actually serious. He was interviewing her and he asked her about it, and she explained how how intricate these were to embroider. Each one was embroidered by hand. Mm -hmm. It took 150 hours to embroider each one or total to embroider all of these yonis. And apparently there was not time then to hem the dress properly. Yeah. That's what we were looking at. 
The, what was that? The hem was all off and weird. Yeah, see, that's what I thought everyone was paying attention. They're like, did yeah. you see Julian Anderson's dress? I was like, yeah, the hem wasn't done. Yeah. yeah. That So, again, I think the time spent embroidering it put them under the wire. And she was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't finish it. I'll just wear, I'll just wear it like that. Yeah. It was a gorgeous dress. It's beautiful. Simple but in I, its construction, yes. And mm-hmm. I love the way she just sort of slipped it in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, because you and it was look on at it, brand. you're like, okay, well, maybe it's a raisin, a walnut. <laughs> an oyster. Uh, oh, cl- yeah, clams. Could be anything. Yeah. I just so, thought it was a nice design. I do, I literally did. I was like, oh, that's a nice design. Well, it's really pretty. Until you get in close, and then you're like, oh, ah, yeah, I see what's going on there. Awesome. Then. Have you guys, have you watched Sex Education? No. Oh, okay. Have you? I have, yeah. Is it good? I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It's also just kind of a little scary, too, thinking of, you know, all these kids and just doing it all the time. <laughs> and like, you know, just I mean, wow. Weren't you acquainted with a pillow well, like that? <laughs> well, just, you know, I'm just just to see it and now being a mom now, you know, I just oh, yeah. oh, the tables man. have turned. Yeah, yeah. it puts Ooh. you in a different place. Sure, yeah, I'm just watching it with a different lens. Uh, there are oh. four seasons. I'm in season three right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she's in that. And that's on Netflix. I believe. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, hey, it's about that time. It's time for the 7 o'clock hour. Woo! We're going to talk about iPhones, and then I have a question about social media and when kids should start, when you're, you're going to start. We'll do it all next.